I'm Ben. And I'm Thomas, and you're listening to The Average Smart Guys Podcast. Your wholesome and nerdy show where we'll discuss recent events, movies, and philosophy. Smart Guys Podcast. If you haven't already, then go ahead and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You can also find us at AverageSmartGuys.wordpress.com, where you can follow our latest blog and broadcast. And feel free to leave any comments or feedback or anything at all. Actually, uh, I'm your host Ben, and this is going to be our second episode in a series dealing with Star Wars. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about this. Thomas, how about yourself? I'm. I love Star Wars, so yeah. And this episode, so we cut, last episode was talking about Rogue One, uh, how it fits, the synopsis, everything about Rogue One, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. And in this one, we're going to kind of dive into the canon and sequence, which for some of you guys are thinking, uh, canon, sequence, what does that mean? Are we like, actually going to talk about a canon, like a real-life <laughs> canon? How does that fit in? Um, I know this is it's kind of a different term, but we're actually going to – I'm going to let Thomas just talk about that, but basically we're just going to talk – uh, what is the order of the series, uh, how you should watch it, um, different things that are legends, things that are not part of it. But I'll let Thomas uh, better define that for you guys. So, Thomas, go ahead and take it away. All right, so canon, I remember the first time I heard this was in college. My professor, uh, one of my philosophies, philosophy professors, kept mentioning it about the different stuff. And then, especially when I got into theology and stuff, um, I was like, canon? And like you said, I thought, why, why are we talking about canons? Like, they didn't have canons in ancient times, uh, but it's it's referring to uh, like solid. Uh, this is the real story, kind of. So, like when you talk about the Bible, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are considered canon. They are authenticated, true, biblical scripture. While like the Gospel of Mary or the Gospel of Thomas are cons- are considered non-canon they are false gospels and so that's that's kind of what we're getting at uh with with here so when canon in star wars are the is the true story the things that are authentic the things that are uh certified that kind of stuff and so for sure uh what's considered canon in star wars is obviously the films right episodes one through seven as of right now are canon right anything that contradicts the movies uh it is is not going to be canon it's not true uh, because that's where everything's based off is the movies um and there's a few things uh, like um you know i was doing some research and, and and it feels like some kind of go back and forth on what's considered canon aside from the movies but uh when the uh, the Clone Wars movie came out, that little cartoon. It's it. They're not some debate whether or not it was actually canon. Um, I'm gonna lean towards it is canon, just as the Clone Wars TV series, now the Rebels, and uh, as we talked about last month, uh, Rogue One. I think are all considered part of the canon. These are the true story, and any 
anything outside of that is is non-canon or even legends. Uh, yeah, so go Thomas, ahead. you 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 mentioned the movies, um, but I feel like there's a big aspect. Of, you know, I don't know if you ever got to read the books. So, are, or what about the books? Are they are we considering them part of the canon? Are they? Are some of them are? Some of them aren't. Um, I mean, there is there is Star Wars books that are out there. Um, right. So how do they fit into the role? Most most of them are, are fan fiction. Um, now they before I believe the date was 2014 or the year at least before that everything was just considered expanded universe. The video games, the books, comics, uh, anything else you can think of were considered expanded universe. Even some of the movies like the Ewok movies and stuff. Um, but I, I think it was 2014 is when they decided to say we'll, we'll call them legends. And one way uh, a writer described, uh, or someone with George Lucas described, is it's like uh, you're outside of a bus looking through windows, or you're in the bus looking out windows, however you want to look at it. And uh, each window is just like a kind of a piece into the main story. And yeah. so it's you know there's there's so many so much out there that. George Lucas didn't even want to say uh, this stuff isn't real, forget it, it has nothing to do with it. He said, but it, it's almost like looking through a window, and so sometimes windows are dirty, um, and, and so you don't get the full picture, or it gets messed up, or it's kind of uh, people, you know, Ben and I, if we went on a camping trip, which is never going to happen, um, but let's say we went on a camping trip, went fishing, and uh I can't believe you just hated on me for not going to camping with you. I mean, I go camping. I don't know about you. Okay, I would totally I go, go camping, camping in like in a cabin or a trailer or something, but not. Okay, that's not camping. That's, exactly. That's literally. That's okay. Yeah, that's what I. Was, okay. Um, that's an episode for another time. We'll do a podcast <laughs> while we're camping. But about the great outdoors. Let's say and, we. Yeah, we ran into. Oh, we, we went fishing, right? The fishermen, right? Um, I can say, yeah, we caught like five fish, and you know, there were there were. So so big you're like no we caught like 10 and they were so big and and the truth is somewhere there in the middle um and so that's kind of what all these stories are these legends the books the, the some of the video games is that they they tell the story of spanning of um over fifty thousand years and so they, they help bring some of the pieces together but none of them is 100 percent authenticated certified this is gospel truth kind of stuff but there's truth somewhere in the in it all kind of thing yeah no um, all right so we established that you know the movies are for sure canon you know the all seven episodes and i and i think that rogue one all the new star wars stories that are be coming out are considered uh canon and you mentioned the books. Are you familiar with any of the specific books or comics, Finn? So there's a, there's a couple of things. So um, as far as the books are concerned, so there was a um, prior to episodes one, two, and three being released. I know for those who are fans, for those who are non-fans, I'm sure some of the fans would act or should remember this. Um, but actually, Chewbacca was actually killed off in the book series, um, if I remember correctly, and there was a big uplash about him being killed off. And so they actually had to bring him back. And I don't remember how they detailed it, but that was just, just an interesting, you know, kind of one-off thing. Um, and so that's why, you know, um, the only reason I bring that up is, you know, I feel like when it comes to canons and it, 
comes to uh, fan fiction, there is there is definitely a much of a listening of the fans. And, and, and here's how I'll bring in an example. When you have the whole issue with, take for example, episode uh, or the, the plot hole with the Death Star, the specifically how there's an exhaust port that literally will blow it up. Okay. Fan fiction, there was all these conspiracy theories, there was all these issues, and it was kind of a plot hole, honestly. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any canon until, spoiler alert, just till episode, or sorry, Rogue One. That kind of fit that, I feel like, became, here's the, here's the hard truth, here's what it actually is, and so it dissolved any other, any other absences of that. Um, and so I feel like there is a sense that what's not considered canon will eventually either be a written or it will actually help the writers decide, um, well, we need to address this. We need to talk about this because honestly, that's what it is. Nine times out of 10 is some people, um, especially fan fiction, they're writing something, um, to explain an issue Mm -hmm. because especially for you, for people like me and Thomas, you know, you hear this, you hear this, you hear some type of wonderful. Okay. So like how, how does a hyperdrive work? Well, me and Thomas want to really know that. Like, that's something that intrigues us. They don't talk about the movies. They don't need to talk about the movies. Most people don't care. But for me and Thomas, we want to know the depth. We want to know how it works. What does it do? What's the limitations of it? And and so and someone will eventually, and it's been done, I'm sure, is how does it actually work? And they'll write that in fan fiction. And then it's interesting is sometimes those aspects will eventually make it into a movie, and they'll actually they'll live by those limitations. Now, that's not true for everything. Um, cause there's obviously things that, that don't, and there's things that counteract that. I mean, um, as Thomas kind of mentioned earlier, we had video games and, um, you, we were talking actually before this, there's certain aspects of video games that obviously can't, can't be true, mm-hmm. but with the cutscenes, you know, those, those should be considered canon though. Um, I haven't played a game, but there is what there's like, uh, probably at least 10 or 11 video games. Oh, there uh, is. If you pull the list. There's so I mean, many out there. You have all the uh, Battlefront games, the uh, which is close to ten, I think itself. Um, yeah, it's like five or six, I want to say. Uh, it's Knights of the Old Republic. I remember playing a Django Fett game on my GameCube yeah. back in back you, you, in the you, early two thousand. You have you have like Unleashed, and then you have yeah. what about the, and then you have obviously the games such as. Um, Star Wars Lego, which mm-hmm. which take an interesting spin. They usually follow the storyline of how Star Wars actually works, but obviously they don't take it to the details, so those can't be considered canon, uh, obviously. But it's it's just intriguing to me that you have all these things, and they're all obviously um, they're all trying to compete for the same universe and the same storyline, um, and they they can't, can't all make it in there. Honestly, right, and I think it goes back to like the the window experience. I mean, it's just you hear different stories at all, and that's that's why they're considered legends is that they're not the main story and and everything. Uh, like the cut, you mentioned the cut scenes, for instance, of like video games. Right, those those are part of the legend storyline. They 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 point to the canon, they point to the main story, but you know we've all played video games where. Um, it's just unrealistic, like respawning or health regeneration, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Just the mechanics of the actual gameplay, uh, they don't they don't count. They don't they don't count at all. 
uh, kind of thing. And but you, you can look at the story and yeah. see okay, no, this completely. character and connects to this character, and this this event brought this event, and so there's some connection there. But uh, but yeah, there, there's just so much out there, and a lot of it is actually licensed. That that's I think a key thing to remember. Like you get some fan fiction out there that's just some blowjo in a basement, and there still might be a blowjo in a basement. But for it to even be considered a legend, it still has to be licensed through uh, through uh, George Lucas. I well, want to say his studio. Yeah, yeah with Disney now, and um, and that might be even stricter on that. Uh, so there's there's always some some connection. It's just it's interesting how far the universe goes. Uh, did you ever play Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic? So, so you know, for me, I actually, I, I think I did. I actually, I think I tried to play it on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to date me. I actually had a Mac at the time, and it couldn't handle it. It was the Mac was not designed for that. Um, even though I had a really nice Mac, um, <laughs> so I didn't play that. The probably the few Star Wars games that I did play were um, in no particular order is Star Wars Rogue Squadron. That was probably one of my favorite games of all oh, time. Yeah. I think the sequel. I think the sequel one. You actually get to go do a Death Star run inside, like the actual internal. It's kind of like uh, the flying you get to fly the Millennium Falcon or the X-wing inside the Death Star to blow it up. The second Death Star, obviously. Yeah. Um, played Star Wars: The Force Unleashed and Star Wars Battlefronts. Um, so I, I said I did a couple, um, uh, but I honestly don't remember too much because they didn't really help in anything the only thing i can actually remember was you know you got star wars force unleashed and for those that remember who are, who haven't played the game your character is basically you are an upcoming i guess sith lord um that's yeah, you're, following underneath yeah you're darth vader's Vader? yeah darth vader's apprentice is uh yes yeah his secret and so apprentice. You're, you're training yeah you're, you're training and you're becoming this bad guy and you actually run into, um, I remember there's, you know, in it, just like in the main Star Wars universe, um, when Jedi's die, they become this this ghost appearance. And if I remember correctly, in Star Wars Force Unleashed, you actually meet a Sith ghost as well, um, who kind of teaches you. Like there's a particular cutscene where he teaches you, so it kind of contributes to that. But honestly, in the end of the day, it had no real effect on the on the Star Wars universe, and I wouldn't consider it. I mean, obviously it wasn't canon, but it just contributed to that. It was just a legend. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, so, but it I don't know. Was there a and game? It, and it fits in. I mean, because it, it, it takes place before um, even the rebellion truly formed. It was kind of as the rebellion was getting formed, uh, but during the Great Jedi Purge, because not all the Jedi's were killed with Order sixty six, and so that was uh, part of Darth Vader's mission between Episode three and Episode four was the the great Jedi purge where they're trying to hunt down every Jedi and hiding and kill them. Uh, and so you, you see some of that in that. So it's kind of cool to see that kind of backstory. Uh, I did, I did play both star Wars unleashed. The second one was terrible. He was super whiny wanting his girlfriend. That was the whole, the whole game was about that. Him, him hunting down Darth Vader to find his girlfriend. And it was terrible. Uh, However, I'll take a side note. Um, I don't know if anyone who, if you're listening to this and you have enough time to get this posted in time, um, they have actually released Star Wars Force Unleashed for the Xbox. If you are a gold member, and they've released it for free to download. So if you haven't played the first one or you really like the first game, um, 
highly recommend getting that. I think it's the first one. So yeah. I just downloaded it today myself and pretty stoked. So just a side note for those yeah. who are Xbox. I, I think it's going to be by the time we get this posted. Sorry, guys, that it won't be uh, it won't be for free download anymore. They we'll try. Yeah, they change how they do that. But uh, right now, they change on the 1st and 16th of each month. And so this... Uh, by the time we get this posted, the the first of March will be already passed, and so it may not be on there. So, fingers crossed. We'll see, guys. Um, I did play Star Wars, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Some, you know, I'm free online. It's like this massive online role playing game. Uh, it's cool. Some of the some of the mechanics were just kind of okay. This is lame. Uh, just the way it works and too many buttons. Like I'm not a PC video game guy. And so, um, but it was cool. You get some of the backstory. I mean, this, cause this dates way, way, way before, uh, Phantom Menace. And so you get, you get the, the old Republic. I mean, that's what it's called. The old Republic. And, um, Jedi's are like on top of their game. There's the Sith empires there. So it's not just the, it's not just the two Sith. It's not the rule of two, um, this is before the Sith are defeated and go into hiding, and they come back in Phantom Menace. I mean, so so you, you can you can be, you get to be a you can be a Jedi, you can be a rogue, you can be a soldier, or you can be a Sith. Kind of the same. Uh, you can be on either side, and you get different stories, and they connect uh, in some ways. So it, it was cool. Um, there's a lot of Sith Lord lore comes out of that I, I think i hear more about the sith because of that than you than you normally would get uh, so that's cool to get some of that backstory with that now you kind of said earlier that you had watched star wars the clone wars um the tv series so did you watch it to its completion and i know it's kind of going on a tangent here but you know what was your thoughts on watching because I, I actually watched a good chunk of it. Uh, I still actually haven't finished it. I need to go back and finish it on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but what was your take on it and watching it? I did watch it all. Now, sometimes I would watch an episode while doing homework. So I wasn't fully watching it, uh, while I was in seminary. It tells you how much of a nerd I am. Uh, all six seasons, four seasons. Um, I forget are on Netflix. Netflix did create a final season to kind of help, wrap things up and segue into episode three uh that 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 season is probably one of the better ones it's got some really good episodes like you get a couple episodes of just yoda mm -hmm. and you learn a lot about the force in that um because yoda that's where yoda learns how to communicate with uh the dead essentially you know we see the the force ghosts in the the original trilogy that's where he kind of learns that kind of stuff to be to truly be one with the force and not just disappear kind of thing uh, and so, so it was cool now you if you watch it in like season one episode one and so forth and so on it's not in order i didn't realize that till like halfway through they kind of bounce around and, it, and it's 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 kind of subtle so you can't really tell uh but if you want to watch it in the actual timeline order, there's a list online. Just Google it. Uh, but you have to go. It jumps around from seasons going back and forth. 
uh, it was intended for kids or even older kids. You can tell in some cases uh, just some of the themes. I mean, it's Star Wars. They battle. People die. There's some themes in it. Uh, I enjoyed it because I am a nerd. But you learned a lot about uh, the Clone Wars, obviously, but the the uh, the politics behind it. You get a lot of that with with the Republic, with the uh, Separatist. You you see a lot more of Darth Sidious and him pulling strings from both sides. And then there's some really good episodes about the Force, how the Force works, um, and. We'll get into some of this in a couple episodes, uh, but there's some really good episodes in the Clone Wars that really explain the the prophecy and and the Force because they, they they get on this planet kind of thing. I forget which episodes it is, um, but where you have this neutral Force guy who's really good, but he keeps his children in check. He's got the son who's the dark side. And his daughter, who's the light side, and if uh, if one of them leaves the planet, especially his son, then the dark side would overtake the light side and the rest of the galaxy, uh, and and the force would be out of balance. And and according to those episodes, whether they're canon or legend, I think is debated. Uh, that's that's the prophecy that Anakin was supposed to fulfill. He was supposed to take the place of the father and keep both of them in check to keep the balance in the galaxy. Uh, sorry, keep the force in the galaxy balanced. Uh, so I enjoyed it overall. I mean, there's some really cool things you get out of it. Uh, but of course, I mean, it's it's a little cartoon series. It's cheesy a, t- a lot of the time, and and so and of course they're like 20 minutes long. Because commercials and stuff, they were they aired for thirty minutes, uh, so you can take out the commercials about twenty minutes, and so they go by really fast sometimes. Uh, but I encourage you to go watch it on Netflix. Yeah, no, it's something that is it's good to do, and I, I need to go and and wish I could do it myself again. Um, and I agree with you. I think um, there were some really good bringing out points. It's just a lot of explaining, a lot of. Um, and I think for, for your nerds, for your true hardcore fans, they want to see, they want to understand how all these properties work. They want to be explained to every, to every single detail. Um, and so, but it's hard because when you go watch movies and you're like, Hey, it doesn't necessarily line up, you know, even though they do a pretty good job, especially with the license stuff, they try to make sure that every single thing fits and works together. When, when there's an issue, there has to be an exception. And then they have to go off and explain that exception, or you have to ignore the the movie series, you know, the not movie series, but the TV series. And this is not just related just to Star Wars. Um, I think you could make a you know, make a tangent here, and I'll make it. Um, but you have you have the Halo series. You have all the books that Halo series is written. So for those who are Star Wars fans and Halo fans, you know that um, there is some issues in the books, such as um, you know how Master Chief leaves. The, the reach planet and there's other um there's other master there's other uh, spartans and the first kind of the actual the first games of the series didn't actually address that um it wasn't until some of the newer games they addressed it which they didn't even explain what happened <laughs> they actually had to bring out a whole tv series related to that sorry not tv series but an animated series and so it's always intriguing to me how um 
we we have these non-canon legends that will try to explain everything that or that are supposed to be licensed, supposed to be properly done, and what ends up happening is they they end up running into conflicts. And so then we have to look back at the originals, and then we have to ask ourselves, well, do we want to change them? Do we want to adapt them? And it's kind of frustrating as a fan um, to be seeing this all happen, and you're like, well, which one do I really want to enjoy? How do I how do I watch this? And things of that nature. And so uh, it, it's both good and bad. Sometimes I like it just to stay within the movie series, because if I stay within the movie series, then I can't ruin myself. Um, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't ruin the series in my mind, because it's, it's right there. So... Um, just depends. All right. Well, um, Ben, do you know the exact release dates of the movies? Since we're talking about the movies. Ooh, uh, um, you know, I don't actually hear. Let me, uh, let me see if I can pull, pull that. So uh, obviously, uh, if you don't know, there is seven Star Wars movies, uh, and let's start with the first one, which was episode three. No, and episode four. My bad, episode four. <laughs> I always think back. So the original Star Wars movie, which was just called Star Wars, was 1977. Uh, and then you had episode five, which is The Empire Strikes Back, uh, which would have been 1980. And then you obviously have the last one of those, the uh, old trilogy, uh, Return of the Jedi, which was 1983. Okay. Now, sorry, quick quick uh side note um when star wars originally came out maybe i'm taking your thunder away sorry it was just star wars but when they started doing sequels to it they changed it to episode four a new hope and then episode five empire strikes back um, yep yeah of course you have to still my thunder and I, I was actually gonna ask you because i didn't get a chance to research this but i i'm pretty sure i knew the answer to this um you, you kind of touched on already just what you just said but when they have the scrolling motion in the episode four, A New Hope, did it say A New Hope? It slash, I'm sure it didn't obviously say episode four. So that all had to be redone, correct? I, I assume. I have the latest like Blu-ray where with everything's updated. And so when I watch it, it says episode four, A New Hope, uh, from what I can remember. But I'm sure when it was first released in the 70s, that it just said Star Wars, with the with the music and the scroll. Uh, and I'm Unless sure George that, Lucas had enough common sense and or not common sense, but enough for forethought to, uh, I have all these movies. I'm gonna make them one day down the line. I'm gonna have a prequel series and everything after no, that. because so. I think I think the, the at least the rumor is is that he didn't expect it to go well. Uh, he did not expect it to be turn into the big saga that it is. Um, because it was 1981 specifically when Star Wars became Episode Four: A New Hope, um, so a lot of that got kind of changed after the fact. And so I don't know when they updated the the scroll for Star Wars one. I mean, for A New Hope, however you want to word it. Uh, and, but I'm sure they did it, like you said. I'm I'm sure they had to do it sometime. Uh, once like Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi got got out and got popular. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so kind of moving forward with that, so we have the old trilogy. Like I said, the last one was in 1983. And then in 1999, they released Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, uh, which I know for a lot of fans was, uh, initially before we saw it, was exciting and awesome. 
I remember my dad came into the theater. You know, he, he was a big Star Wars fan. Um, he still is. I don't know why he's, he's I used him in the past tense there. Uh, <laughs> but he loved Star Wars, so he took me. And, of course, seeing it as a kid, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I won't say that I love Jar Jar Binks. I don't want to go that way. But seeing The Phantom Menace was awesome. I loved pod racing. But for most Star Wars fans, as if you've seen it, um, you probably have said, I hate the movie. Um, some have even said that's the worst of the series, which I won't go that far. I have my own opinions about that. If we can talk about that later. Um, but yeah, we had episode one in 1999. And then, what was it? Uh, it looks like three or four years later, in 2002, we had Star Wars episode two, uh, The Clone Wars, which no, I honestly... Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yes, it, it does, because Clone Wars is a separate movie. It uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the movie I can't stand the most. That's actually the one I hate. That's my oh. my my number one that I hate. Uh, my number two that I hated was the next one, obviously. Um, I don't know why I said obviously. Uh, <laughs> that was Star Wars Episode Three, and that was called I don't know why I don't know this up in my head. Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. My bad. I don't know why I didn't know that. Um, so that was released in 2005, and that finished up what we consider the the new trilogy, uh, at least. The prequel, I guess now it's the prequel the, trilogy, yeah. The prequel trilogy or the middle trilogy now, since we're actually on a new trilogy series. Yeah. So, and then obviously the last but not least, we had episode seven, uh, which was Star Wars The Force Awakens, which kind of was rebooted. Um, was that before or after George Lucas sold? That was Disney. Yeah, it came out with Disney. Okay. So, and that lapsed, that lasted up, and then obviously we have two more, um, not that we'll really go into too many details on them, because we don't have them, mm-hmm. um, but we have Star Wars The Last Jedi, which will be in 2017, uh, this year, so probably that Christmas time frame, and then we have Episode 9, nine uh, which obviously they haven't titled yet, because they haven't gone that far, so uh, they're working on that. So yeah, so you have essentially nine movies in total, uh, with officially only seven being out, the eighth one about to come out this this Christmas, right? Yeah, and and for for those of you who are listening, Wikipedia has a really good kind of list on it. Uh, I think Wikipedia is great, but I'll just say that. And so you can just go double check all that, uh, and it, it kind of lists some of the you know uh, the anthology films like Rogue One is considered an anthology. There's a Han Solo movie coming out. There's rumor uh, Boba Fett movie coming out. Uh, then they have the animated and the legends. So they go into more details. If you want to know more about that, I think just Wikipedia.org and just type in Star Wars, and you'll get a, you'll get enough on it. Uh, so I'll, I'll make, I gotta make this comment because it's too awesome not to make. You know, you mentioned a Boba Fett movie, um, and so you're so for some people they're like, oh, is it gonna be a prequel? And I don't think it actually will be. Uh, and here's why: If you've read anything in the comic series, he actually, even though he's eaten by the oh, Tartak, what was the name of the Snarlax. the snake, Snarlax, yeah, yes, he actually survives. He actually gets out, um, which is incredible. And so, um, I'm not gonna lie; that'd be really cool to see in a movie. Like the first ten minutes is like him being di- like kind of being digested, or whatever, and then him getting out. That'd just be epic. Like that'd be so cool. I don't know why, but anyway, there's a fun fact for you. If you don't know anything about Boba Fett, and spoiler alert on that, I should guess I should have gave you that forewarning. So, just something <laughs> to know. 
something cool. And hopefully they'll make that into action. Um, so it'll be nice for all of us. Yeah. All right. Uh, another really cool fact, um, Return of the Jedi, its original title was going to be Revenge of the Jedi. Uh, you know, the comeback and everything. But because of the... We'll, we'll, we'll have a, in a couple episodes, we'll, we'll go in bigger detail about the philosophy behind it. But, uh, the, you know, they're just the philosophy of Jedi. Like, they're, they're not, revenge isn't part of their, their nature. And so they uh, Lucas decided at the last minute to change it. And it was so last minute that there were release posters. There were, like, movie posters and stuff already out that said Revenge of the Jedi. I had a professor in college that had one of those and it was cool to see that um, but they're like oh oh crap <laughs> we can't call it revenge of the jedi that's not tr- that's not them and yep. so it's cool that they he then came back and used it for revenge of the sith which makes sense and so it was to see it all it all tie in that way all right so uh we just discussed the the release date uh and we mentioned you know there's the original trilogy there's the prequel trilogy uh and then there's a sequel trilogy, which is in works right now. So obviously you mentioned episodes. Uh, so the, the canonical order, the, the order that, you know, it's, uh, I don't want to say it's supposed to be watched in, uh, because that's up for debate. Uh, but so you have episode one, the Fan- Phantom Menace, episode two, Attack of the Clones, episode three, Revenge of the Sith, episode four, A New Hope, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, episode six, Return of the Jedi, Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Um, and then, of course, Rogue One uh, goes between Episodes 3 and Episodes 4. Uh, the Clone Wars series goes between Episodes 2 and Episodes 3. And then uh, if you, if the Rebels, which is on Disney XD or something, is on Disney now. Uh, that's the, another animated. And that, that falls before Rogue One. So since Rogue One is out, it, it falls between episode three and Rogue One or episode four. And yeah. So, yeah. So it's it, it's crazy. Um, we talked about this uh, in our last episode. The meme that was out of how to explain where Rogue One falls, and it's just, no, it's it it's it's it goes between these, but it it's but it was released after all of these, but it's before these that were released before, and so this huge puzzle looking thing. And so, uh, it's weird. Don't ask me why. Well, I mean, I think, <laughs> I mean, Lucas did it, I think mostly because, because he could. Um, but I think because a new hope was such a big success that he, he just kept wanting to do it. And so speaking of just success and just going on and on, we really do hope that episode nine will end it that once and for all, all these will be done and we can just, uh, live in nostalgia and watch them i mean do you truly want to end i mean think about it and then this is with anything i mean star wars is not you know not it's not the only one but if it ends i mean yeah it'll be great because we'll have we were there we got to see it to completion but at the same time it's i mean we want to keep living out i wouldn't say a dream but like who doesn't love to see more story Um, yeah and maybe and maybe it should be almost a whole new story set doesn't have to be um, the related issues to, you know, because this is all relying right now. The entire storyline 
revolves around a single bloodline. If you think about it, it revolves around uh, Anakin Skywalker and his bloodline from for right now. I mean, that's yeah. you have everything up to the point in his his certain basically his his descendants and his effects. I and mean, that's what Episode Seven is dealing with. Um, no, we don't know all the details yet, but I mean, that's that's all being part of that. And so I feel like it would be great to end this. Then let's move somewhere else into the universe and just be completely almost kind of like what they're doing with Han Solo. It's still Star Wars. Granted, it's yes, it's kind of related, but I was hoping, you know, something's still in the Star Wars universe. Though. I would love right. for him to do something else. Um, yeah, that's hard. I mean, because we see with every movie Transformers, Pirates, uh, you, you just anything that goes on and on and on, it just, it, um, it just it's, it starts beating a dead horse. Like I knew people that watched Force Awakens, and they said they were bored the entire time because mm. of the just the excitement, and the success of A New Hope. Now, when I compare them, uh, I I love the prequel trilogy, especially Revenge of the Sith. I mean, you get this, you get the space battles, you get the politics, lots of uh, lightsaber battles, like it. I mean, it's such a guy movie in that sense. And, you, and then, of course, you see the, I would say, love story, but, you know, Anakin and, and uh, Padme. Uh, you need to stop talking, man. You're not yeah. helping your case. See, this well, is, but this I, is, I love that because, I mean, the, the choreographing, the, the, the graphics were great. But for a lot of people, uh, A New Hope was the best. Nothing beats it. And because it keeps going on and on and on, they're, they're tired of it. Now, with the anthology films like Rogue One, Han Solo, the, the possible Boba Fett movie, uh, I, I think those are going to be good to a point because, like you said, they're part of it, but they're still kind of a side story. They're a side story, so they can't they can't just drag something and just like wear you out on it. But but there, there's something. Um, you know, like with with Rogue One, yes, it was part of the bigger picture, and there was epicness in this in it, but it still still felt real. It wasn't the superhero. I say super. This it wasn't a Jedi hero who is myth and legend to most of the galaxy, uh, yeah. and stuff. But it's it's realistic, and so I think these stories are gonna be more relatable for us in a sense, and so that'll be good. Yeah. I can both agree. So, you know, you kind of already mentioned it already. Um, you have the actual, what we considered the, was it the canological order? Uh, canonical order, yeah. Sorry, canonical. Um, do you think that is the best order to watch it in? Is straight back, or sh- should we go old school and watch it four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine? What what do you what do you think of on that regard? They, I think I like watching it episode one through seven, watching it in canonical order, because you see the pieces. This leads to that, that to that. You just you see it working through the story, but in some cases there are things that happened in the prequel trilogy that. They make sense after you've watched the original trilogy, but that also vice versa works that way. You know, we, we hear in A New Hope, 
she mentions the Clone Wars. And you're like, well, what are the Clone Wars? Like, that sounds awesome. Where is that? And thankfully, we have some version of that. Um, yeah. We have Attack of the Clones. We have the Clone Wars series. We we have an idea, okay, that's what happened. And that's why that's such a big deal. And then you get to see how Obi-Wan and um, oh, uh, her father, I forgot. He was he was a senator in the Old Republic or, or in the Galactic Republic. And so he, uh, and so do you see how they, they knew each other and how him and Padme were fighting for uh, true peace, true democracy, and they watched it crash into the Empire. And he had to flee along with Obi-Wan and, and Yoda, and he had to play play the game. And so you, you see all these pieces come together. And so there's, there's some value in watching it in the, the release order. Uh, but I prefer, I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll skip a lot of episodes. I'll watch Revenge <laughs> of the Sith and Return of the Jedi any day. Um, Phantom Menace, I have to be, really be in the mood. Uh, because, I mean, 40 minutes of pod racing, like, give me a break. Hey. And Jar Jar Binks. Oh, my gosh. I love pod racing. Like, that, that, I don't care what you say about it. It's still one of my favorite all-time scenes. It, no, because it would have been who, cool for like ten minutes, but they did it for forty minutes. And... I, I don't care, man. I'm just saying they made a whole video game, and I played. I played the crap out of that. That game. was a lot of fun. I did enjoy that. Was that was one of my favorite games of all time, even though it had no connection other than it was pod racing. That was the yeah. only thing it was related to. Um, but I, yeah, I, you know, I have to agree with you. Um, I think watching it now, I'd go episodes. One through seven are obviously um, in the order that they are prescribed in, um, with the uh, and adding Rogue One in there between episode three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if I really do the TV series because that just that just adds a lot of time. But I mean, oh, I guess no, if I tried. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting to say one thing too is, as we are older, um, you know, we got this. We got to experience the Star Wars series in a different light than most. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like our, probably our parents before us, they only, I mean, they saw, they saw the same order we saw them. They saw, uh, four, sorry. Yeah. Four, five, six, one, two, three. Now they're seeing seven, eight, nine. So I wonder if I could watch it again without knowing anything, would it have the same effect? You know, especially the whole, okay. Uh, so here's a good example. The Vader scene in episode five, um, we don't know that for those who watch it, episode five, you find out that Luke is the son of Vader or Vader is his father. Okay. If you had watched one, two, three and four, then you don't, you would have already known that. Right. And it's not a big reveal. It's not a big deal. So it does take away certain aspects. So do you lose that by watching it in, in the episodal order? So I, it's just something to, to take up, you know, take to effect because that was a pretty big moment. I remember as a kid seeing that and being like, what? What happened? Right. And everyone in the movie theater was the same thing, um, you know, when they saw it originally in the original mm-hmm. series. You know, that was such so, a big secret that a yeah. lot of not, the actors didn't even know it until the movie was released. Yeah. Which is the only sign. F- the fun fact is, isn't Vader father in German? Um, Everyone says that, but I think the true word is slightly different. But yes, short answer, yes. And so there's a lot of jokes about that. Yeah, but 
it, you know, I, I, I do wonder would they have the same effects? No, you're or, right. You know, would certain, yeah, would certain surprises like that one? It, and, you know, thinking about it now, and then, outside and of then that, Leia I don't know and, if there's anything. Yeah, Leia and Luke being brother and sister. Yeah, that would they, be another big totally one. They totally kissed. They totally kissed. That's disgusting. You would see that. Whole, you would literally be like, I hate this. This is a terrible movie. I'm going to turn it off now. <laughs> you know, but you didn't know that then. And so, I don't know. It just, it kind of takes away certain aspects. Like the, those reveals wouldn't be the same, the same at all. So, yeah. um, know, and you mentioned about us. Yes. Most of us saw four, five and six before one, two and three, but one, two and three came out when we were teenagers. And so that, that's kind of like our movies almost. Uh, I, I don't really want to, I mean, I don't claim those movies. Well, I just want to say, <laughs> I don't want to claim those. I want to claim seven and hopefully eight and nine. Um, But, you know, our parents, four, five, and six, that was their thing. That was their generation. Then we had one, two, and three. And now our our kids will have uh, seven, eight, and nine. Uh, Our kids. My son's only 10 months, so that's not quite true but you know with these newer generations that they that's that's their movies kind of in a sense whether or not they're as good but they will always um you hear kids nowadays like they think of one two and three being great and they're like oh four five and six like the acting was terrible the graphics were terrible they they don't have that same connection that that uh that we might or especially our parents have to it yeah no that 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 makes um, no, I give you that. That makes perfect sense. All right. Um, so you you you're most in agreement that, well, I don't know. It's hard, I think, to say the best order. I like watching it in canonical order, but I think you made good points about uh, watching it um, in the release order, so you get some of those surprises and stuff. Um, and everything. Now, there's some out there. I can't remember off the top of my head where you watch part of episode one, but you skip half of it, jump to episode two, go back, uh, and there's like this mix match order where you watch everything, um, where you only get the good parts where you need it to get the story. There's some where. There's an order where you watch most of the good ones, and then you go watch episode one to kind of give you a break from everything and, and just to get it done with. Um, and so I know there's different views out there. Like I said about the, the Clone Wars uh, TV series, there you can go online, Google, it, and you can find the, the order to watch them uh, timeline-wise. But I'm sure there's some there's a lot of episodes I would skip if I were you. And that, and there's a lot of scenes in the movies, especially episode one, uh, some of episode two, especially. Man, you just you just hating on episode Dude, everyone one. Everyone hates on episode one. <laughs> well, I think luckily, I think you're the one of out of ten people who actually enjoyed episode one. Or fair enough. I, I episode this. one. I enjoyed it. I won't lie. I enjoyed it, but it's it's not at my least, favorite. At least next month's podcast. So. Um, I, I given I given everyone a little bit of a teaser. Next next month we're gonna talk more about the storyline of each kind of how each episode plays into the whole storyline as itself and what what part it plays. Um, I'm sure me and Thomas will put on our our gloves 
as to which <laughs> episodes are our favorites, which ones aren't, and yeah. why they aren't. I mean, obviously, you can tell I love episode one a whole lot more than Thomas does, and I can't stand episode two or three, for that matter. <laughs> um, and Thomas is like, I love three, and I'm like, this is this is the stupidest episode. Um, I don't know. But we'll save that. We'll save that yeah. for next, next month's podcast. Um, just a little teaser on that. But yeah, I, I don't know. Is there a, so we kind of got the order. Uh, anything else? I don't know. No, um, I just want to at least close with I encourage you to go watch all the movies, um, even the ones that aren't as good, uh, whatever your view is on that. Uh, watch at least the movies. And then if you get time, uh, go watch some of the, the Clone Wars. I encourage you to comment on our blog. Um, or email us. Uh, let us know what what order you like to watch them in. Uh, what your favorites are. If, if you watch seeing the TV series, what are some some of your favorite episodes? That kind of stuff. I mean, uh, I encourage you to just be part of our conversation in that. And you can find us at as as Ben said earlier at uh, AverageSmartGuys.wordpress.com. Um, any last thoughts, Ben? No, I, I think that's everything. And uh, like as Thomas said, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe. We, we love to have more listeners. And, and please leave us feedback. We always appreciate it. Uh, let us know what we can talk about in our future episodes as well. Uh, once we're done with Star Wars, uh, we'd love to get a feedback on where we're going to go next. You can leave your feedback at com or email us at AverageSmartGuys at gmail.com. Thank you.